you know, we don't want to think we're carrying some flag for, uh, you know, the uh, non-big schools, so to speak. We uh, we just want to be us. And uh, our guys have done an unbelievable job all year at kind of handling all the, the, the different distractions and different things that, uh, you know, we've kind of gone through, um, you know, with us, people trying to tell you how you need to play and what you need to do to have any chance. Um, but I think more than anything, our guys are just incredibly excited to be challenged against obviously the number one team in the country and Coach Saban and the Crimson Tide, who obviously they know everything about. And uh, so for us in the program, it's an incredible opportunity and a, and a great measuring stick in all that we've been doing. You're listening to Beck QL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from Beck QL. Welcome back. Becky Waldelia presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe Ojo, G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday here as we recap, react, spin forward the NFL after week 13. We'll get to our full preview of Monday Night Football coming up in just a few minutes with the Bills and the Patriots tonight in the big AFC battle. But we did get college football championship weekend. One of my favorite plays of the weekend was Michigan, and they smashed Iowa. So no, no doubt on that one. But Baylor... Changes things in the Big 12. That game was wacky with the coaching and the, and the moments in that game. But the big story, of course, from Saturday was Alabama. Everyone was looking at it like, man, Alabama's getting six and a half points. A lot of us, though, including myself, I wasn't brave enough to do it. Georgia's defense was amazing all year. You know what's scoring Georgia, Georgia's defense. And then Alabama did with Bryce Young, who probably sewed up the Heisman. So it threw everything into a tizzy. It changes the college football playoff. And here we go, guys. After the uh, the fallout yesterday and on Saturday, we get our, our two games. It is Cincinnati is the number four seed. They'll be against number one, Alabama. And Cincinnati is getting 14 points in that game. And it is Michigan in the two spot against Georgia in the three. Yet Georgia, of course, is a nine-point favorite. Before we get into these and our first thoughts, you know who got screwed in all this? Michigan. Michigan got screwed in all Why? this. Why? Because if things had gone to chalk, Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Cincinnati 3, and maybe a Notre Dame or an Oklahoma State 4. Michigan goes from having to play Cincinnati in the 2-3 to having to play an SEC team. I think you're taking a leap by assuming the committee would put Cincinnati 3. Because They were 3. Uh, okay. But who, I but could who see him dropping. I could see him dropping. So let's say Georgia. You want to be in. Alabama. You, you play the best team in the country. I could absolutely see the committee still doing that. Like, oh, a win against Houston doesn't impress us that much. Look but at if, what you, if everything else played out the same way, how would it have gone? Uh, Georgia won, right? If Georgia beat Alabama is what I'm saying. Right. Georgia right, won. Right, right, right. Michigan, too. Oh, you're saying Alabama's out. Alabama's out. Or the I, four. Well, we debated can, that last week. I wasn't sure of that. But would Alabama be two loss over Cincinnati, three four spot? I, I, I didn't trust anything the committee was going to do. Right, but they didn't really have a choice. After the results on Saturday, it was clear what we were going to see on Sunday morning, right before the the NFL started. You know what was lost in all of this? <laughs> because it happened early, Oklahoma State was six inches from being in the playoff. I know. It was an unbelievable finish. I thought when he made the dive toward the pylon that he was going to get in and Oklahoma State was, was going to complete the comeback there. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was fairly obvious what, what, we were, uh, what we were getting here in these matchups. And I guess the committee pleases most people by letting Cincinnati in 
And then they also get what they want. Like, okay, you're going to face the best team in the country. And we found out after the SEC championship that the best team in the country was not the one we were talking about all season. It was right. not the one that hadn't been tested much of the year. Maybe they don't have an all-time defense. Amazing performance by Bryce Young. Uh, you said probably it's over. The Heisman was over. And Aiden Hutchinson didn't even have an opportunity to impress in prime time because that's what Bryce Young did. And when you look at his numbers at the end of the season, remarkable that it was even a, a conversation. Every other sports book I saw took it off the board, but Fandle still has it up. He's minus 6,000. That means if you bet $100, you would win $1.67. The Highland race is 100% over. Great performance by Bryce Young. He's the best quarterback in the country, and Alabama has the best head coach in the country. Uh, Alabama, a two-touchdown favorite over Cincinnati. And, guys, I don't think that's enough. I don't think it is either. I mean, the biggest winner of this, of course, uh, Aaron, is Alabama. They win on Saturday. They don't only get in the playoff. They get the number one seed, and they get Cincinnati, who they're two-touchdown favorites over. Like, a week ago, we weren't sure if Alabama was going to the playoff. Now you could almost put them in the title game right now. They're two touchdown favorites. I know. It's like Saban wins again. It's crazy um, what they were able to do, but they've got a great head coach, and now they're in an awesome position. The one thing that annoyed me is that that game, which is the game that we're getting on? Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah, it's on December 31st, like that we have to watch a game on New Year's Eve, right? This this happened a few years ago, right? Is this is it always December thirty first? Michigan I remember one... will face Georgia in the Capital One Orange Bowl on December. They're both. 30. I don't know. They're both on the thirty yeah. first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, because you have the New Alabama Year's Six will face Cincinnati. Right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of yeah. weird. What 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 do you mean? What when did you want it? I, I don't know. Is it normally on New Year's Eve? Maybe I'm just tripping. I thought I think it was it has usually. Been. I think, I think for a few years okay. now. Because a few years ago, you changed to the New Year's Six. So you have the other right. ones. And yeah. so they want the semifinals the day before that. And then, then you come back uh, later on. Um, it's What do you think about Michigan? I think that's the one that stands out. And I think most people, if you're going to jump in on a futures bet right now, people are looking at them. It, it was 9-1, to 8-1 to one at some spots, down to plus 750 over at FanDuel. I'd have to do the math, but... Instead of taking a Michigan future, what you might want to do is just bet on them to to win the semifinal money line, and then they'll be big dogs if they make it to the championship game too, assuming it's Georgia. Yeah, I do like them with the number in the semifinal game. I mean, Michigan's playing great football right now, and I think they're deep. That that yeah. will be a lower scoring game, right? Neither team will probably have a big offensive output, and that that's a rock fight, the Michigan Georgia game. But I think Michigan's defense forty three. There it is. I, I think they could stand with them. And then they could play with them defensively. And it, it, that's probably going to be a game. It's going to look like an SEC game, like those old Alabama LSU games where it's like, all right, who's getting to 24 points? Who's getting to 23 points? Yeah. I wish I thought Cincinnati had a chance. I don't. I know. Because it's Bama, or would you say that about anyone? What, what, if, what if it was Michigan? Would they have a chance? Maybe more of one because I don't think Michigan would run away from them the same way. I know Michigan, Michigan just did it to Iowa. Just and Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Iowa stinks, by the way. I mean, and the level of these teams, right? They're not. They just can't. Like they can't score and they can't compete. 
14. The total in that game is 58, the Cincinnati-Alabama game. I, Yeah, yeah. Alabama's the side there for me, and it's probably going to go north of 14. One thing mm -hmm. that did stand out with this, since we didn't have much controversy with, with the announcement with the Final Four, is I think this is a case for Notre Dame to join a conference. Now, I'm not sure that it would have changed things if they had a game on Saturday since they did lose to Cincinnati, but if they were in a conference, they would not have Cincinnati on the schedule. So maybe it would have changed things in general if they were part of the ACC and they go undefeated there. And then I think they do make it. And then guess what? Cincinnati's on the outside looking in. Um, quickly, quickly want to mention, it, you know, it was an odd season because of the super seniors. You had some guys playing five, six years, right. literally. By the way, did you see Adrian Martinez transfer portal for the yes. 20th year? <laughs> five Where's he now. going? I Where's don't know. Where's he going? To the pros, hopefully. He's been in college forever. Get out. <laughs> okay, so you had some mega numbers hit in the conference, and I wish I would have thought more about this. But, you know, before the season starts, nobody thinks that any team but Clemson is going to win uh, the ACC. But some of the big numbers that hit. Earlier, I mentioned Northern Illinois. No wins last year. 250-1 to one to win the MAC. Mm -hmm. Big 12. Oklahoma, the, the big favorite going in. Understandable. Baylor, 50-1. to one. 50 to 1, you could have got Baylor before the season started. Uh, ACC, Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett gets it done. 66 to 1 to win the ACC. Wow. Mi Michigan was 25 to 1 to win the Big Ten. Mountain West, Utah State, 100 to 1. So we had some big, big numbers. Big underdogs, some big numbers uh, that ended up getting home in the end. And, and there were also some make the playoff larger numbers that that were available. Well, I believe Michigan's uh, the first team unranked before a season to make the college football playoff. So th their number yeah. had to be pretty significant if they were unranked to make it to the final four. Well, Michigan to win the title, we're saying a lot of places have them seven, eight to one now. Uh, they were one hundred one preseason, and Cincinnati was eighty to one. I mean, every week when we would talk some college football, we, they were in the 30, 40, 50 range, and they were in the top 10 at that point. Like, they weren't believed. No one believed they would beat Ohio State. I mean, that was the, no books actually believed they would do it until they did it. It changed everything. It should be fun. We're set up for likely an SEC battle in the national title game between Georgia and Alabama. Those are the big favorites as we head towards the college football playoff. Coming up next, Monday night football. The Bills and the Patriots. Weather's going to be part of this. Mac Jones, Josh Allen, I can't wait. We'll break it down next on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. The NFL is heading into the home stretch, and they are giving us a big Week 13 divisional matchup between rivals Patriots and Bills. FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I'm going to take the Buffalo side of this game. I think they'll give Mac Jones some problems here. Maybe the next matchup, New England wins, but in this one, I like Buffalo in a lower scoring game, and I will go an anytime touchdown score with the Buffalo defense. Throw that into your same game. Probably. Plus, when you win, you could pay in as little as two hours. Already a FanDuel Sportsbook user, FanDuel is hooking up all customers with $50 when you refer a friend. Plus, your friend will get $50 too. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up promo code BECQL before this Monday night matchup. You could win $150. On a $5 bet, I'm going to use promo code BECQL so they know 
I sent you. 21 and over. Present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. Minimum bet $25. Max bonus $35. Visit online real money wager for risk-free bet. Refund and bonus issued is non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.